This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Strope. The U.S. and EU pile new sanctions on Russia for the Ukraine war's second anniversary and Navalny's death. AP correspondent Ed Donahue reports. The U.S. is imposing new sanctions against Russia following the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. The State Department is designating three Russian officials the U.S. says are connected to Navalny's death. We in the United States are going to continue to ensure that Putin pays the price for his aggression abroad and repression at home. President Biden says the sanctions also target Russian firms that contribute to the Kremlin's war effort as well as financial institutions. He called on Congress to pass more aid for Ukraine. It's stalled in the House. If the Speaker called for a vote in the House, it would pass easily today. Instead, they went on vacation. Previous sanctions have increased cost for Russia's ability to fight in Ukraine, but they appear to have done little so far to deter Putin. National Security Communications Advisor John Kirby says expect more sanctions. Today was just the start. Ed Donahue, Washington. Ukraine's national police say more than 30,000 people have been reported missing in the two years since Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine began. AP correspondent Karen Shamus reports. The missing include soldiers lost on the battlefield, but also civilians and children who have vanished in a variety of circumstances. For many relatives, the agonizing uncertainty and relentless search for answers has already gone on for two years with no end in sight. Achille Desprez from the International Committee of the Red Cross told the AP. Since uh, February 2022, our teams have been contacted over 100,000 times by families. Over the past two years, many volunteer projects have arisen to help search for missing people, often serving as a last resort for relatives who receive no official information from authorities. I'm Karen Chamas. For additional stories 24 hours a day, visit voanews.com. This is VOA News. A spacecraft built and flown by a Texas-based company landed near the South Pole of the Moon on Thursday, the first U.S. touchdown on the lunar surface in more than half a century and the first ever achieved by the private sector. Reuters correspondent Gabe, Gabe Singer reports. The uncrewed six-legged lander named Odysseus was developed by Intuitive Machines, a company based in Texas. Odysseus's landing came after a nail-biting final approach and descent, and there was a problem with the spacecraft's autonomous navigation system. Engineers had to deploy an untested workaround at the 11th hour. Then there was a radio blackout, which was anticipated, and it took time for mission control to reestablish contact. NASA says the data collected will help it prepare to return astronauts to the moon later this decade as part of a long-term sustained initiative of lunar exploration and a stepping stone toward eventual human flights to Mars. Gabe Singer from Reuters. Mexico's president is defending his decision to disclose a reporter's telephone number, saying a law that prohibits officials from releasing personal information doesn't apply to him. Press Freedom Group say the decision to make public the phone number of a New York Times reporter was an attempt to punish critical reporting and expose the reporter to potential danger. Mexico is one of the deadliest places in the world for reporters outside of war zones. President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador also downplayed the risk to journalists, saying it was, quote, an old song that you use to discredit our government. Marathon record holder Kel Kelvin Kiptum was killed this month along with his coach in a car crash, was buried Friday in his hometown in western Kenya. VOA's Nairobi bureau chief, Mariama Diallo, has this report. Family members, friends, top dignitaries, and thousands of others showed up Friday to say farewell and pay a final tribute to Kevin Kiptum. Kenya's president, William Ruto, was among the speakers. In Kelvin, we saw the future of athletics in Kenya. And Kelvin has 
stood out not just as a great athlete, but more importantly, as a good person. He was ambitious, disciplined, and focused. Kiptum was just 24 when he died. Mariam Ajalu, VOA News, Nairobi. Pakistan's imprisoned former Prime Minister Imran Khan is writing a letter to the International Monetary Fund urging it to link any talks with Islamabad to an audit of the country's recent election, which his party alleges was rigged. Senator Ali Zafar, a top leader from Khan's party, made his remarks Friday after meeting with Khan at a prison. Pakistan narrowly averted a default on foreign payments last summer when the IMF approved a $3 billion bailout following talks with Premier Shabazz Sharif, who replaced Khan after his ouster in 2022. For additional stories, visit voanews.com. I'm Alexis Strope.